0: Party. i forgot that it fucking smells like all lives matter out here
1: <laughs> it does doesn't it
0: it smells like it smells like not my president <laughs> <laughs> yes there's a lot of that for sure yeah. did i tell you that one of my
1: neighbors uh shot somebody to death for trying oh. to take his trump sign from his dear yard? dear god i'm
0: not surprised are you serious? I swear to God. Jesus. Yeah, it's like definitely fucking all lives matters out here. You're definitely going to get like Trump 2024 stickers in your Halloween candy when you fucking do it. So what's funny is that uh, one close, of our neighbors... Mike, close to your face. Oh, are we recording? Yeah. Oh.
1: One of, what's funny is that uh, one of my neighbors, uh, he has... He's a sheriff, right? Yeah. And right next door, uh, <laughs> there's somebody out there with a uh, Black Lives Matter sh- sign... <laughs> And uh, I imagine there's com- some contention between them, but uh, within the last uh, month or so, there's been a for sale sign <laughs> at the neighbor's house with a, <laughs> with a Black Lives Matter sign. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> yes. Oh, my
0: God. Uh, what's up, everybody? This is another episode of the Groovy Misfits podcast. Uh, this is Tan, the Donut Daddy, uh, the Loudmouth himself. I'm here with uh, one of my closest friends in the entire world, Max. Hey, what's up, Max?
1: What's up, everyone?
0: Uh, we're chief and mad, uh, hookah with the shisha bucks, hookah,
1: chai latte flavor. That's pretty good.
0: Okay. I'm not going to blow it in your face again. Uh, yeah, I'm happy to be here, man. I'm so grateful, uh, that I got to come out and I'll just start off by saying, I'm sorry. I haven't been here sooner, dude. I'm sorry, man.
1: It's okay. Not really a whole lot of people have been out here. I mean, it's kind of in the middle of nowhere. I know it's out of the way, so
0: let's. Talk about it. I had to, I had to like, uh, like, fucking hype myself up not to, uh,
1: complain about coming out here. <laughs> not,
0: not to not complain about coming out.
1: I was almost convinced that you were gonna bail on me today. I know.
0: Well, because I, I, I don't blame you because I have a couple times, and not because, again, so this has been my experience with it, right, dude? It's been so fucking frustrating. Is, uh, I've wanted nothing more than to be out here with you. I come hang and see you and it, actually, let me, that's, that's cap. I'm lying. I've wanted to spend time with you. I have not wanted to come out here to spend time with you. Fair. You know what I'm saying? Does that no, make sense? No, I get sense? it. Yeah, I, I definitely me get it. just being honest. It's yeah. like, I have come to really resent the idea of you being so far away. And at first I was thinking about this on the drive out. At first I really welcomed it because I saw it as growth. I saw it as you, uh, you growing, dude And you, t- you kind of like You know Moving on And into the next step And into a home And a house And uh, you and Bree And it was during the pandemic And yep. like lockdown it just made the most sense so Like I didn't even fucking bother me Because I was like Thinking about the same You know what I'm saying uh, And getting out of the city Because the city was just shut down And everything wh- Whatever But then like now That like literally Even though there's still Like a lot of hubbub With like You know Fucking COVID and shit Like life's everything's open and there's a lot of shit going on and, and, and meetings are back and, and, like, you can start making dates and plans again and going to shows and, like, all the stuff that we would do. Yeah. Uh, and then that's when I started really, like, really struggling with the idea. It's like you're s- – it seems like you're in a vacuum out here. And I know you two are happy together and you thrive out here, but does, do you get what I'm saying? Like no, no,
1: like, and I, I agree to a certain extent. And, um, you know, one of the things that we've been realizing is – First off, the fellowship out here is a lot different. <laughs> we don't enjoy it yeah. very much at all. Yeah, so, you know, imagine. like when we when we do go to in-person meetings, it's usually because, uh, you know, one of us is asked to chair or somebody asks us to come out there specifically. Sure. And, um, you know, after me going to a moment of clarity the other day, um, kind of realized that w- we, we do need to be closer to the city, but we still want to have something like this, you know?
0: Yeah. And there's dude, I was thinking about the same thing that like, oh, that's burnt. Oh,
1: uh, you got to purge it. Blow out, blow it, blow in, uh. and it purges it. There you go, purge it all the way. There you go, Look at it's like that. a meth
0: pipe, dude. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it's so stupid. Uh, there's you. I was thinking about that. I was like, dude, just not as far. No, yeah, and I agree. And linwood well,
1: well no, actually. <sighs> I know you're probably Everett! you're probably gonna hate this, but what oh, don't do it, what we're probably gonna end up doing is, is planting roots down in like Kitsap County somewhere, like probably like Gig Harbor area.
0: Uh, you were looking at that originally, so I'm not even tripping about that. I can take the ferry straight to you. you yeah, take the ferry over to me.
1: And see, the thing is, is like I love the Tacoma Fellowship. Yeah, right. That's where I, I that's where I initially got sober. Right. Okay. And I've always really loved the Tacoma Fellowship. Okay. And Gig Harbor is just right there. Whereas this is you know, hour, 15 minutes, hour and a half drive for me to, for me to get to <sighs> yeah a- anything that we, we somewhat enjoy. Yeah. So.
0: I just, it, it pains me because like, especially where I'm at, per- and this is selfish, but like where I'm at personally in life right now and the experiences I've been having and like the happiness that I have and like, just kind of just all of that. I so desperately want you there to experience it with me, yep. you know? Really, like I, I think about you all the time and just like I Like just I miss you dude. And so that idea of you being out here. That's where that resentment comes from is just like Fuck he's so far away and I know you're happy and content out here too, which it sounds like that's kind of changing a bit but uh, yeah, man, I think that, like you have so many people who miss you and love you and that would be in your life uh, more often and it would be easier for you as well to be in theirs if you were just, like, closer to home. Dude.
1: No, and I get that. And um, I think I'm going to make more of an effort to come out to Seattle more often. That being said, like—
0: Fuck, I don't blame you, dude. It's a fucking mob. It's bro. a
1: mob. But, uh, I mean, like, look at our place. It's fucking it's perfect p- yeah, for it's us. Yeah, it's gorgeous. It's, we love it. Um, but
0: It's stupid. I hate it, but it's beautiful. Yeah, and
1: <laughs> it's been such a pain in the ass trying to get people to, like, come spend time up here. The only thing, the only person besides my daughter that comes and spends yeah. time here was Brandon. And that was when I would pick him up to come detox. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And then and Nathan comes out here once in a while.
1: Nathan has been out here a couple times. Um, but yeah, that's pretty it's much it. tough, dude. Yeah, yeah.
0: And, and so that's like where I started really, at first I was feeling really bad. Like I was like just outright bailing because I was just being a shit bag. But then I really started having to like look at it and do some work around it. And I was like, whoa. I'm not bailing because it's never crossed my mind where I'm just like, I don't want – I'm not that person. I've never been that person who's like, I don't want to go, so I'm just not going to go because yeah. I do want to come. But then when I started looking at, like, the other things, that the commitments that I had, and I, I wasn't bailing on you just to not do anything. It was just like I had other things that, that seemed like were more pertinent and more, like, uh, useful, right, even though I want to be of use to you and spend time with you, and you've made the trip down to me uh multiple times a couple times so it's just like that was the uh hey buddy that was the the struggle and so like i wanted Uh-oh. obviously i'm sorry it's all good i want to show up for you uh he's being a goofball dude no her oh she, so max has a uh two fucking is it, compost is purebred yeah and then uh morty is purebred as well
1: no Morty's a mix of uh
0: lab and boxer
1: and I think some pet. I think he's got some pets Yeah, he's got him.
0: some... Yeah, funny-looking dogs, stupid as shit. But the coolest animal I like in the house is the cat, bro. You got two cats. The black one's dope.
1: Yeah, me and her got issues.
0: I like her. She was trying to kiss me in the face and everything. I'm She's sweet, but she it. fucks yeah. shit up. I believe it. But that's okay. That's that's yeah. my kind of girl. It's okay. Uh, She's not bad. Yeah, so... I also want to... Like I told you when we talked, obviously... Uh, you and I both know that you just kind of you're you're going through a loss right now. You just started the grieving process. Uh, Brandon, your your good friend Brandon, had has recently passed away uh, a couple days ago, and I know, like I told you, and I mean you've been through m- multiple my grieving processes, right? Oh yeah,
1: I know you've been through a couple of mine yeah, too.
0: Yeah, yeah, right. Like with Omar, yeah. uh, with uh, what was another significant one? Like I'm drawing a blank on.
1: Omar was the most significant, right, I remember and then that. there's like, I mean, Omar and Brandon, those two are like. Basically, there's only a couple other people that could die in my friends group I'm that would be about like the best guy friends. That was in treatment. Or that think, like
0: killed himself. Oh, that was Kevin. That was before that I. Ev- yeah, no, that, that was long even time before, before I got, got sober. But yeah, there's there's, there's been quite you a few. Was heavy on your heart. And
1: of course, you know, being in the community that we are, we deal with death pretty frequently. Right. So um, we get kind of accustomed to it, but yeah. it always. It sucks a lot more when it's somebody that you were really, sure. really fucking oh, yeah. close to, you know? Yeah. And this was, like, somebody that, you know, I best one of my best friends since I was 11, right? Like, lived with me for a while, yeah. right? And, like, did a lot to try to help him out the last three years and, mm-hmm. uh, and delivered the pizza, but he wanted sushi.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. He
1: didn't want sushi, though. He liked chicken nuggets and yeah. candy and beef jerky that's Domino's. pretty much that's pretty much all his diet was yeah
0: i just i know you did a lot for him and that was one of the first things that i, I had uh mentioned to you was like dude just know you did all you could you did all we do it with a lot of these like with tim dude with tim yeah i did everything that i could even though there was things when when tim killed himself i believed wholeheartedly right when it first happened that like I should have done a lot more and there's cause it's that guilt and that shame of like, uh, and it's selfish cause I just started thinking like, I just think start thinking about me and how I'm at fault and where like, I didn't ask enough questions or I didn't talk to him enough or whatever. And I started, and I was early in sobriety, dude. And it was the first experience I had of that. And what I quickly learned was, uh, I showed up the best that I could and that there was nothing more that I could have done. No question I could have asked. Because what was what was gonna happen there was gonna play out one way or another. Because that's just what he was struggling with, and that was his decision to make. Yep. And I had spoken to him up until that moment, and that I know that in the moments where I needed to show up for him, I did. Yeah. It just and, took time.
1: And. There is not there hasn't been anything in my mind that has been like, oh, I should have done more. I hope not. There isn't. And Bree, on the other hand, has been kind of like, oh, we should have done more. Right. But the thing is, we did so much for that. dude. So, I mean, just since we moved here. Uh Right. Like once once we each got our own place and like he got his own place. um, Yeah. uh, I don't think I've told you about this or at least touched Uh, on it a whole lot. But um, you know, I, I picked him up to detox him at my house medically like three different times, right? Yeah. Um got I didn't him in, know that. yeah, got him into treatment and when he just passed away, I he actually stayed here for um, about three weeks while we we're trying to get him into a place and they got into a place and then he got out and we were like, Okay, well He got a fucking dog for some reason, (laughs) right? He got a dog while he was on a fucking savage run, (laughs) right? And the whole time I'm like, dog, you got to- This will fix it. No, I'm like, you got to get rid of this fucking thing, right? right? You have to get rid of this thing because it's literally like- You you know, like when, when you work with people long enough, you know what they need- yeah. Right, like you, you work with somebody, and you're like, okay, this person needs to be loved up on, right? Sure. This person needs love. This person needs. This person needs um a, a hard ass that's gonna fucking get on yeah, his ass. Yeah, right? you shit sandwich for me all the time. <clears> yeah, there. this yeah. is somebody that uh over intel, intel intellectualizes shit, and yeah. we gotta like you know break it down to its core elements, Dumbest right? Shit, yeah. Yeah, like we each know. We know what a certain individual needs and with him it was long-term care right it was like Mm, being in an Oxford house being with people that he could form a fellowship with based on like a lot of trauma or whatever right and he got this dog and he wasn't willing to get rid of it and he came and stayed here for a week after he got out and um, he left three weeks ago and Drake himself to death that night and uh, they just found him two days ago right so um
0: where was he living?
1: apartment in Kenmore
0: okay yeah man Uh, It's heartbreaking, dude. It's heartbreaking. And I, you know, like I can't even in many ways, like relate because you know, in the last year, uh, last year I lost, uh, my, my other good buddy, Max from you remember good buddy, Max from childhood, uh, longtime friend to suicide. Right. And then also, uh, one of my first girlfriends ever, Sebastian didn't die of suicide. She died of an overdose, but like those were probably the first back home type, like long term, you know, loved ones who yep. I had relationships with and were incredibly close with, uh, like long term, right? The other yep. ones in our community and like through since we got sober and everything like that, they're like it's it's intense and it's new and the connections way quicker and there's way more just like love and appreciation and and, and like relatability in those moments but then something's different from those long-term ones where those people know the whole picture it is a little bit different right
1: you've seen they you know you grew up together right and it's both both literally and uh metaphorically you guys grew up together right and there's been a lot of change and there's so many memories attached to it and uh you know you know the nuances of that person more than you know somebody that you've known for two or three years
0: right and they know yours you exactly know? They've, se- they've seen the story arc exactly when, when some people are getting that like polished product or or something that's why like you know with uh with madison like i tell her a lot of stories dude i tell her a lot of, and i really want you to meet her that's probably the biggest part of i really like, want to
1: meet her too i'm kind of bummed she wasn't here today <sighs> dude it's, well, it's just, <laughs>
0: we're both hella fucking busy dude. she's a savage she kicks it kicks ass all the time works hella hard uh but like that's the biggest thing is I'm like, I've wanted to share this fucking, sh- this amazing piece of my life. Yeah. This new piece of my life with you. And it's frustrating. Cause I'm like, it's a, f- it's like fucking, it's like this whole thing to just try and get time with you and, and vice versa both ways. Cause we're so far apart. That it's like it, it's just tough, and then I, I've constantly been like, "Fuck, I want to like go to dinner with Max, or I want to like just hang out, and kick back." And I'll come out there again. I know you will. And you
1: guys can definitely come out here. I mean, look at we, we, we got we got board games and nah, shit. I don't fuck the board we, games, we I rel- all-
0: dude. We relate and love over food.
1: I know. And we that's, eat. that's the thing is like, initially I wanted this podcast to be about food. I was going to cook this extravagant meal. I was, yeah. I was going to do like some, like just a seafood ensemble right. with like gumbo's and like some po' boys. Yeah.
0: I was, I was like, dude, let's fucking do, yeah. Po' boys. Let's do some like crab cakes. Let's do, I was stoked on it. I we'll no, And bad. I was,
1: I was looking forward to it, but honestly, like it's, it's a little bit difficult for me to cook even something basic right now. And I, I don't, know. I don't have I much of an appetite, but um, I feel that you and me definitely have the passion for food. Yeah. And like,
0: and that's where we like, that's just where we like relate and that's where we find love. And that's where we're most comfortable. And I mean, we can do it. We can find relatability and have fun doing anything. We've proved that time and time again, just like you and I together can just fucking, you know, yeah. like, like most, most of my friends who are, I consider as close as you, like Bailey, you, Joe, uh, like we can, it just, we just have fun naturally together. Right. But, uh, kind of on that tip that I was saying, though was like, I, I love the space daddy, by the way. Thank you. I, I, I got to fucking put some. it's fucking on it. it's, crusty. Yeah, right. Dude, now, it's bro. like a really clean crusty dude. Do you see it? It's no, like I do. Yeah. The, it's just skin. That's not like no ink is coming out. I it,
1: wish uh, I wish I would have had time to come uh, have Bailey do something. on So me.
0: I want him to do that one of, of me on you
1: next time he comes out.
0: Cause it would, it fucking tickles my soul to know that my one of my best friends, is gonna tattoo me on another one of my best friends. So the thing
1: is, is like when I did that drawing, yeah. and I put it on that sweater, right? Yeah, I've, I've been wanting to find it, and I haven't been able to find you it. Lost the sweater. I think uh, an ex of mine stole it. Fucking piece of shit. So I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, do I want to get another one made? I'm like, nah, let's just fucking get it tatted on you.
0: Yeah, just yeah, and then you'll never lose that. Exactly. Uh, I no, I that was I was thinking on the way out here. I was like, Bailey should definitely do that. And okay. He, he, it seems appropriate. Because he thought that image was tight as well. He's like, oh, that's sick. How yeah. do you do that? Oh, I'd love to do that. Uh, so, but like, I've kind of dodged outside of Max and Sebastian, just on that conversation of like losing like old friends is like, Max would have been very similar to you and Brandon if I would have ended up making the amends to him. So I had planned on going to see him, Yep. uh, out on the East side or on, on the, you know, in Eastern Washington and making this amends. And this is probably the biggest guilt and shame that I had around it is that. I didn't... I wasn't proactive to get my ass fucking over there. I didn't have a car at the time. It would be this, like, long... And I was being fucking lazy. And I, and I told him a couple times, like, hey, when you're over here on the west side, hit me up. And, we, you know, we don't do that. Yeah. We don't do that when it comes to amends. Like, we go out there and do it. And uh, I didn't know that I had drove through where he lived at one point uh, right before it happened. And that I didn't even have the mindfulness. Because normally I try and be really mindful and, like, aware. And I just... It just... That shit's always on my mind. And... Uh, but I feel like if if we would have reconnected in the hopes that I had, uh, th- and then that would've happened, I would have probably been able to relate to you a little bit more, you know, because it would've just like that's like my brand in many ways. Like we grew up together, we struggled, we went to AA for the first time together, that's how I was introduced to it through his dad. But we hadn't had that and we had such a bad falling out right before you know, when we were like junkie junkie. Yep. That uh that distance was just so far apart. Yeah, but like you guys didn't have that. And we then well, then actually,
1: then we did to a certain extent because um,
0: after you, he moved out.
1: No, no. Uh, well, so he had a he had a lot of trauma, right? So like when we were growing up, uh, middle school, high school, whatever. Like yeah, um, that's when we started doing all sorts of fuck shit, and like all he right, was my running right. buddy for a long time. You know, just scooting yeah. around, renting on our scooters, fucking robbing our drug dealers, and like <laughs> <laughs> you know, doing dumb shit like that. I
0: didn't know. I thought he was just like a. I thought he was just an alcoholic. He was. Like, like That's kind of the thing, thing. right? Okay, so okay.
1: as we got a little bit older, you know, senior year, a little bit after that, uh, first off, his, his his mom ended up passing away. She died of a drug overdose, yeah, right? Yeah. And she he found- He was like, living with his uncle or something, right? No, he was living with his mom, okay. just his mom. Mom passed away when he was about 13. Right. Went to live with his dad. Within a year, his dad died of a heart attack. Right. Okay, now I remember. And yeah. then he went to live with his grandma and grandpa, and then grandpa died like shortly after. Fuck. So just so much trauma there, right? And, uh, basically I I ended up getting into the hard shit. Right. And he was just pothead fucking, you know, drinking a lot. Yeah. And, uh, we had a falling out when I was fucking like super blacked out on Xanax one time. And like, I I don't know, a bunch of shit happened, but essentially I ended up getting into my really grimy junkie phase for a Mm -hmm. long time. And, uh, yeah, we had a falling out then. But, uh, when I ended up getting sober, uh, I ended up making amends to him. I think it was probably like eight years ago or something like that.
0: Okay. The first time. Yeah. First time. And then I
1: went to go, uh, make amends to him and just drove out to his house or whatever. And it was actually one of the amends that was like, not what I expected. I thought it would be like one of those water under the bridge ones. Mm -hmm. Right. And it ended up finding out that, yo, like I kind of fucked this guy up. Yeah. You know, like I, I really like kind of hurt him emotionally. Right. And, um, made the amends, and then, you know, kind of go our separate w- ways, do our own thing, using Enum Claw, and fucking, like, I'm doing my own thing, or whatever, and, um, yeah, and then three, four years ago, he reached out to me, trying to get sober, and, uh, you know, it's just been that, that trudge ever since.
0: Right, and very much so, seemed like just a trudge. At a first fucking was, trudge. You know, at first, yeah, I was, there was some, like, energy there, and gratitude, and then, yep. you know, we, as it goes, as we know
1: as it yeah 100% desperation and willingness initially and then yeah. fucking and i'm i'm to blame somewhat because i did a lot for him right like you know like we well, talked him, about I know, that we I,
0: talked about that yeah it, it's not a blame thing it's just like we we you know it's codependency it's 100% codependency it's
1: loving it's not it's just loving someone and keep, doing like it we deliver a, the
0: pizza we deliver the message we fucking show up and and, and literally like give them the playbook right we deliver the pizza but we can't put the plate and the napkin and the knives and the fucking fork and the pepsi and the you know and like make it look nice on the plate we like we can't do all of that we just have to deliver the fucking pizza
1: yeah and well my problem was is i delivered the pizza but i also included a salad breadsticks <laughs> drinks and fucking dessert right? right and um right by the you wanted to do the other shit before actually getting to the pizza yeah and uh only got a bite of the pizza right and you know?
0: and that's just it's it happens, man. Yep. It happens. And like I think that a lot of the times when these things happen, Max, when there's when there's loss, especially from from suicide and I mean loss any time. When someone's life is cut short, dude, it just it it should fucking just like brutally rip us into the moment and allow us to be absolutely grateful for every second that we have.
1: One hundred percent.
0: And how how important it uh, is it is for us to like show up and to continue to try and grow and to continue to try and like really be mindful of the blessings that we have the people we have in our lives you know it'll always like kind of open it up where like i'll start checking in on people that i haven't checked in on in a while i'll look at people that i love and this is like really really just like just like earnest light of just like fuck i'm so grateful for you I'm glad that you're here and I need you here. Right. And it just kind of like it just shifts your paradigm a bit, even if it's just for a, a couple days or a week or a month, because then life happens again. But like I've always had to tell myself, like, this is a perfect fucking reminder of why we do the things that we do and why we need to continue to show up and to like try and not give up and not just fucking like. Just stop, you know, because we end up on fucking T-shirts and Facebook posts and stickers that we have on big books and fuck, you know, we're reminders once a year when that fucking memorial post comes back up. Yep. And that's we're, we're that, that we deserve so much better than that everyone does. You know? That's
1: uh. So the night, the day that we found out, right? Me and yep. Bree went to this on Thursday. Me and Bree went to Moment of Clarity, yep. and uh, you know, at the end of the meeting, me and her both kind of hijacked it and um (laughs) to be expected right (laughs) but um that's one of the things that i just kept emphasizing is just like a a level of gratuity that i have uh, maybe survivor's remorse to a certain extent but gratuity in the fact that that, yeah yeah. yeah, you know gratuity that like i have the life that i have because i've been willing to do the things that i need to do Mm -hmm. and um yeah it it kind of reinvigorated a lot of uh a lot of what i had pre-covid mm-hmm. as far as doing the things is concerned because um you know moving out here and during covid like brandon was my service for a long time being I out here know that, you yeah. know it was like a month on month off month on month off type yeah. of thing and um dude like this last night i couldn't sleep at like 5 a.m i posted this status about like hey you know if anybody has a problem with drugs or alcohol and like mm-hmm, doesn't know how yep, to get out yep, of it yep. or whatever um, feel free to reach out to me I had like four messages from people this morning um, just wanting to talk and trying to you know figure out like how did you get sober type thing right and um, you know one of one of two of them are females one of them's in Puyallup and I put her through some resources I have
0: a Puyallup guy if you ever need I
1: actually someone. have quite a few people out there too but she was like yeah you know meetings in uh, treatment aren't really my thing and I'm like well you know <laughs> The only thing that Well, Bethany, me.
0: crystal meth isn't either. So you gotta fucking pick one. Yes, exactly. Pretty much. You gotta fucking pick one.
1: Another one hasn't hit me back yet. Another one is an old sponsee that wants to start working with me again. That just got out of treatment. Okay. And it's just like, yeah man, like I, I live for this shit. You know? Right.
0: I know you do. I fucking know you do because we do yep. because that's how we fucking get it.
1: And that's how. I mean, I, I have peace out here. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. A but piece but of shit, <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> <laughs> no i'm serious though i do have peace out here but like do, it's man. it's not the same type of peace that i get when i'm like i got like eight guys to work with you no, know no cuz <sighs>
0: we need a little bit of fucking we need to bump elbows we need to fucking have a little like i don't want personally me right now i want a little bit of i want movement i don't want boredom or peace or tranquility cuz i'll get it no matter what through fucking like getting out there and fucking shit up and like you know, running into one thing after another and having a busy week and hitting the couch on Sunday and just like not doing shit. Like, dude, it's been cool. The last couple, <sighs> I'm such a Sam dude. The last couple, oh, weekends, I know it's beautiful. It is, <laughs> huh? I, This is the I- first
1: I- podcast I've listened to. And like, <laughs> And like four episodes <laughs> where you haven't Mentioned Madison every five I, Minutes it, I don't even be mindful of it bro
0: I just let my freak flag fly and if it Comes up it comes up but uh Uh <laughs> I'm glowing dude I'm glowing. I know it's Beautiful <laughs> uh so like But we just these last couple of Sundays it's Just been nothing just like Nothing just sitting And like laying in bed together And talking to each other And going and eating some food and Move, moving our feet slowly, and just like, to me, someone that can easily have a month fly by where I haven't even fucking like blinked. You know what I'm saying? We're such high energy people, you and I. Yep. Uh, And she's the same way. She's out there just going. You know, uh, and like sometimes to a fault. Like with me, I know I had to learn a balance because like I would. Like, th- a three-month just savage run of service and getting it in life, and then I'll sit down like, who the fuck am I? You know, I need to chill. I think there's
1: a balance to it, and I don't know. I mean, like, there's uh, – <laughs> uh, no, balance is fucking bullshit. I mean, it's just what we do. Dude, Medicated but, but Max saying- is
0: crazy, bro, because normally you would have been like, you know what? I just, you're so fucking mellow now, dude. I love it. It's crazy. I know you're grieving and shit, too yeah you dude. get all your fucking energies in that one dude
1: <laughs> dude she's like, she's in her toddler stage right the, now the veins in your neck as fred out had now. the fucking toddler stage
0: yeah that's what he's doing well no she's not in her toddler stage yet. she's only like six months old bro
1: she's in her fucking toddler stage look at
0: when fred we go, is 10 months old and he's in his toddler. when we go up the
1: stairs now. look at the fucking banister
0: she's chewing on it
1: she wrecked the fucking banister so,
0: Fred's never really gone through that because I'm always home, so I work from home. When I mean, you got a bigger space, but like at any given moment, my eyes are on him, you know. So I've really been on top of that. But now he start he that's why I got him neutered, dude, because he started being a fucking asshole. You know? I thought we
1: were gonna have puppies.
0: With between Morty and he's not fixed.
1: No, not Morty. How is Morty and Fred gonna fuck?
0: Oh, our puppies! Oh, oh, I, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, I maybe, but like that would be pretty brutal for her because he's a big dog, and that would have. She's
1: gonna be a big girl.
0: I don't know. Yeah, she's beautiful. That would have been cute. It like, been, also, they would have been would've really been cute. Fucking ugly. Yeah. Well, the thing and is, and you would have to pay me five thousand dollars because he's <laughs> and he's pedigreed.
1: Morty is uh, so he, because we have Morty, yeah, she's a lot easier to deal with.
0: I bet because they parent each other. They, two dogs. Hey, get off.
1: Two dogs is a lot easier than one
0: tell your cat if he walks across she walks across my fucking keyboard again she's gonna be turned into slippers
1: dude i already know okay you know how much i get into it with her
0: dude that was kind of a dick move kitty so uh yeah man i just think like i i miss our friendship and that we still
1: have our friendship shut the fuck up
0: no i miss i miss okay sorry no, we don't even talk as much. You know what I'm Bro, saying? Bro, I've been activity. calling
1: you weekly for like a month. Yeah. Okay. Which is what it's always been.
0: Kind of. Kind of. Kind of.
1: What do you mean kind of?
0: I will say this, that I, I've felt more connected to you communication-wise. And the, and that's is on me, too. I'm not saying it's just me. Morty, Bubba, back the fuck up. Morty, come here. Uh, I'm just saying like we have a little bit more of because then we would end up because we would communicate and then a plan would be made and link plan. up. Yeah. Yeah. And then, then we'd go and then it was just like that, but you are right. There is a, a lot of similarities to it, but it's just like, I think you two both, there's just like so much more opportunity uh, and so much more life and that you've had your, so like, what's up, what's up, bro? What's up? you going to fucking, when, when's your lease up dog?
1: I'm not going to move for another year. Lisa's up in January, God, but I'm going to stay here. Dude, I don't want to fucking move again. We got so much shit. You know how much of a pain in the ass it is to fucking move with this much shit? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to stay here another year. Bree thinks the place is haunted.
0: It is. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to fucking bring a Ouija board in here. No, I'm not we're not going to do yes, that. Yes, I am. It's not haunted. It's going to be after I bring a fucking Ouija board in here. Straight up, bro I'm gonna like summon some shit I'm gonna <laughs> sa- I'm gonna sacrifice something In this fucking house One day with some black magic Have Bailey come out here And we're gonna You're you're gonna be spooked, dude mm. Yeah, it's gonna be mm. fucked up
1: Nah, it's it's fine
0: I know some dark energy, famo
1: Yeah, me too We're both junkies
0: <laughs> No, I'm talking like Spiritual shit, dude Like my brother Joshua His house is fucking haunted
1: Bro, I got I got books on witchcraft On that fucking bookshelf
0: Yeah, and your sex golems and stuff
1: Yep Yeah Sex golems uh, Ball of shit
0: <sighs> So, I mean, have you done anything fun recently? Have you uh, – d- just to kind of put a period on the whole, like, grieving thing with Brandon, man, is just, like, that's why I want to talk to you about it on here. Also, it's just a good conversation to have that people can listen to if they ever are kind of going through something similar, just knowing that, like, there's no fucking stigma. There is a stigma sometimes, but it's, like, there's nothing wrong with talking about it until you don't have to talk about it anymore, dude. Yeah. Like, that's what I was told when Tim fucking – Tim passed away, uh, and I was, like – you you know where I fuck, I was in a dark dark place yep and was super angry and was super like self loathing, but then I sat down with this dude uh, I was at a meeting I was about to leave I never leave meetings right and this was like I was probably like a year and a half two years sober at the time eighteen months
1: I think I remember it I think wasn't it uh, by the book yeah I was no, no I thought it was uh what was the Tuesday night meeting we used to, or yeah was it Tuesday or Thursday no nah,
0: we it was a it was a Sunday it was when it just happened I just got back and found out yeah uh because dude I was like I was on this trip with uh two buddies. Myra mm-hmm. and we were gonna go floating, and right yep. when we were about to float the river, I got the call from Chris Hey, back up, Morty, come here. Uh, and here. was like, Yo, blah blah blah. And I had a feeling it kind of happened because I hadn't talked to him for a week, but I just thought he was on a mean one. And when I got back, dude, like, got I, I was cool on the way back so people with me, but then when I got home and James and Nicole weren't there, so it was just me and I was just sitting there, and then it just flooded me. And then I was like, I got to go to this meeting. I got to, like, just move. I can't sit here anymore because I was, like, getting angry. And, like, uh, just, I was fucking pissed, dude. I was very, very angry. And then uh, I went to this meeting. After, like, 10 minutes, dude, I was like, I got to go. I can't even fucking sit here. And this dude who I, I love very much, but we're not super close. And at the time, we definitely weren't very close. Uh, he, he had been around longer than I had. And, but I really respected him. He grabbed me. Like, I was on the – a friend Jesse of mine stopped me. As I was leaving, and then as I was uh, talking to her, letting her know I'm leaving and what was going on, she grabbed this other dude, David, and uh, he like he grabbed me and he was like, "Hey, let's let's smoke a cigarette before you leave, dude. What's going on?" I tell him what's going on, and he was like, "Yo, look, like I lost my mom to fucking uh, I lost my mom early, and uh, I think it was I think it was to suicide as well." And he was like, "Yo, like he just broke down the grieving process. He broke down his experience." And he just let me know that it's like, talk about it until you don't have to fucking talk about it anymore. And that was the first time Cause up until that point, dude, I was really closed off of sharing how I had been feeling in any given moment. If yep. it wasn't posy. because I thought like I was sober, I'd been sober for a year or two and I needed to just have all the promises and that I needed to be posy and everything. Ha! Right. <laughs> I still thought that though. And that was yep. hella toxic for me, dude. It was toxic positivity. Yep. And so then what I started doing is when people would ask me, I wouldn't overshare, but people would be like, I, you know, Hey man, what's up? How are you doing? I'd be like, yeah, not doing good at all, but, uh, I'm here and I'm fucking like grateful. This, yeah. And this is what's going on and, and I'm getting through it. And if like, I felt comfortable kind of sharing a little bit more, I would, but really more so just being like, yeah, I'm not chill right now, dude. Kind of, kind of struggling. And, uh, and they'd be like, word. And like a lot of people were super respectful about the boundaries. Uh, also a ton of people ask stupid fucking questions They're like I, I, would really get flexed out sometimes about like circumstantially, especially, you know, in our, our, what we do, the people are like, Oh, did he, did he relapse? Did he leave a note? Did he, you know, it's just like really inconsiderate shit when yep. it's like the motherfucker's gone. Like, how about you just like have some respect? That was always the thing that, and that's why I try not to do it with like when something happens to somebody else, trying and just keep it real. Just like, yo, I'm, I'll take space in your life if you need me to. And that like talk about it until you don't need to talk about it anymore. Because one day, Bubba, I fucking someone asked me how I was doing, and I was like, I didn't, and I answered honestly. I was like, you know, I'm actually doing all right. I'm doing cool, doing yep. good. And that that fucking it was weird because then after that I was like, whoa, that was the first time in a couple of weeks where I was like, I'm okay. I'm cool. I'm I I've got a pep in my step again. I'm I'm getting through this grieving process, which a lot of times we close down, right, and we shut down. I you
1: don't know? think I'm shutting down. No, I
0: know you're not. I'm just saying. In general. But yeah, I, I get that
1: yeah it's it's i'm in a weird place i mean the thing is is like i'm not i'm not i'm not super emotional when it comes to this shit mm-hmm. usually and the thing is is like you didn't really have family right like you
0: really aren't i remember when i went through you were like hey man i don't really know how to show up for you which i really appreciated yeah like, whether, you know, whether it be somebody
1: else or it's me like i'm not good with this shit
0: yeah you were like hey man i i, I really don't know how to show up like emotionally but you're like i've never been that person which was just really comforting because you're telling me like so if I ever came – say I came to you for that, like, emotional, like, I'm – I'm like, not
1: going to fake it. I'm not going to fucking yeah, say exactly. a bunch of ingenuous shit. But
0: then I know where you're at. So if, then then I'm like, okay, well, now I can just, like, go be with Max, and he's not going to, like, try and absorb all my emotion. Because, like, I'll, I'll like – I can take on someone's fucking – I'm an empath. Like, yeah. I can feel what they're feeling, and I can only imagine. They can offer sympathy and return or guidance or whatever and just, like, really try and hit that fucking feeling. But with you, I know you're not that person – and, like, I was telling Madison on the way out here, uh, I was like, I feel like all I need to do is give Max a big fucking hug and just talk to him, and he'll he'll feel just, like, so much better from there. Yeah. I don't need to try and fix you. Or no, there's you, none of that. Yeah, because it's like,
1: and you do need that. And the unfortunate thing is, like I said, he does, doesn't really have a whole lot of family. Yeah. He has a aunt from New York that's on a plane right now to come out here who I've been in contact with for the last, like two years just you know keeping tabs on him or whatever like she was and then um got a cousin in olympia that he didn't really have a relationship with and that's pretty much it right, right? so it's like um you know we got our friend group we got me and Bree, who were the closest people to him the last right. three years and then our friend jordan and isaac and um sean you know come you talk to isaac oh yeah most definitely
0: does he think q on did it
1: isaac's not on the q on tip believe believe it or not he was against it um yeah he thought he's
0: a conspiracy theorist hipster oh bro if, so like, much like the mainstreams with it he's like oh yeah no yeah 100%. it's all it's all it's a construction
1: well he's still f- fabric he's still a flat earther like fucking oh yeah 100 really? percent. like fucking yeah. like you know moving like i'm you moving like to that. texas because of the vaccine mandate type shit like oh, fucking like yeah. yeah he's he's out there for sure but yeah. um yeah, I mean, like I'm, me and Bree are gonna be the ones, well, mainly me are gonna be the, I, I've been making calls all morning to his apartment, and, like the sheriff and You're fucking. You're handling his affairs. I'm handling the affairs, yeah, right? Yeah. And like Bree's torn up about it, Jordan's torn up about it. Isaac seems okay, like relatively, but I think Isaac's kind of BPD to be yeah. honest with you. <laughs> so you know, who fucking knows. Um, but yeah, I mean, like. I feel like I have to be the strong one, but at the same time, it's like, I feel like I'm, I'm naturally that when it comes to these situations. And you I rise think,
0: to the occasion when, like, when it's time to like, fucking yeah. Show up, and yeah. I
1: think it's just my perspective about death in general is a lot more uh, casual than a lot of others.
0: Yeah. Well, cause that's the emotional side of it. Right. But also like, don't take away your opportunity to grieve. Cause a lot of the time, no doubt. It's like no th- doubt. that's that, that distraction. Like my mom, uh, you haven't listened to it yet, but like the, the podcast with my mom, which is really fucking cool. She told me something that like I probably assumed I should have assumed, but I'd never heard her say it is that she was like, she's like, I probably planned and had things set up for your funeral like six times or whatever. Oh, my
1: mom's told me that so many times. But
0: like she never did. Yeah. So, but, but that's why I said I should have assumed because it's obvious, right? The way yeah. we live. But then like hearing her say that and what the my perspective on it was just like outside of just that was fucking really sad and i i really not that i felt bad but i did feel bad but like it like i didn't feel shame for it because it's just it i was living the life that i was living and but like i felt like just my heart hurt for her you know what i'm saying like yeah. like i know i did what i did but i also know who i am now so that's why there isn't a lot of shame and guilt there and that, that like we have the relationship that we do but then thinking about it what she was doing and what we kind of alluded to on the podcast was she was like preparing herself for that distraction. So she could keep going. Right. Yeah. So it's like you, maybe that could be a part of your process is when these things happen, you need those, like that infrastructure of usefulness to allow you to move forward. And so you're not just sitting in it and it's not like because re- that's what it does. Dude. It replays in your head. Yeah. Longer and, and the the less and less you deal with it and I'm not saying you're doing this but like in my experience the less and less you really just like sit with it and fucking get it all out and talk about it or write about it whatever you need to do the more and more it replays in your head rapidly instead of like my typical grieving process is it starts the first couple of days where I think about it, think about it, think about it and then the the cadence kind of like. Lengthens and then after a couple weeks, it'll just kind of hit me. I'll be at the store or I'll listen to a song. Yep. And then slow, it slows down, slows down, slows down until it, it really is just like there's this level of acceptance. And I felt myself go through the process. And that's that, you know?
1: Yeah. And that's the thing is um, that that's that was my case with Omar too, right? But with this situation, you know, I've, I've, I've been expecting this to happen, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. But I, I was. I had this idea in my head that we had one more shot.
0: Do you want to eat my tattoo, Scab? No, Does not at all. Give it, it to, it
1: it to Compost. You'll eat it.
0: But you don't want a piece of me in you? No. Can I put some of my blood in the ink of the tattoo of me?
1: As long as I'm
0: kept, I, I just got fully screened uh, when I started like dating again and so everything, I got it was like fully screened. I'm good.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You put you put your blood in the in the yeah. ink.
0: Madison says I have diverticulitis, though I don't know if that's transferable. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Neither do I, but I guess I have. Sounds it. fucking lit.
1: <laughs> Tap me up with it. <laughs> uh, no, oh, but um, yeah. what I, what I was gonna say is um, later I'll save it
0: right here. Yeah.
1: Um. Fuck. I lost my train of thought. Anyway. Um. Omar. Well, I was talking about Omar and how that's what I kind of experienced with Omar. I no, had one more chance. With Brandon. I thought I had one more chance with Brandon. Uh, Give me a chance. I thought that I was going to get the the you know bi monthly call or monthly call where it's like all right, I'm ready to fucking do this again. You know, the last thing that I texted him was me saying, you know, when you're ready to when you're ready to actually be serious and fucking. Um, you know do this I'll, I'll help set up long-term treatment and oxford housing for you and um jordan our friend jordan um is gonna adopt your dog and he didn't respond because he had already passed away at that point oh, fuck, yeah but um Shit. what i was gonna say fuck man i had something valuable on top of this you're valuable I, well i know but what i was gonna i had one more thing that i was gonna say to add to this uh tangent that i was going on but i forgot what it was um but yeah i mean like I was expecting it and uh it's sad and I love him and um yeah man it's fucking shitty I mean the, the reality of the situation is like this is just what drug addiction is you know yeah. and yeah. it's morbid is the fucking details of like what happened are like super morbid because I mean like you just think about it he died three weeks ago he had a dog that's still alive right oh, fuck. yeah so like yeah it's get, a lot of shit it, yeah you know and it, mm. It's fucking shitty, man. And like, I've gone through a lot of the stages, or I've, I'm not—I'm going through them, yeah, right? Right,
0: right, right. Well, because they oscillate. You, you they oscillate. They change quite a bit. Yeah, they—you can, can ebb and flow through the process until you're finally through it. It just depends on how you fucking.
1: The first few yeah. weeks or the first few days, it was a lot of anger. Yeah. And I had a little. I've, I've had a little bit of sadness just mixed in with that anger. Mm-hmm. But um. The one thing that I. That just kind of gets me right now is I don't know if he knew that he was Loved to the extent that he was loved You know
0: Yeah I get what you're saying on that
1: I just wish that he knew that Me and Bree loved him as much as we actually Did because I don't think he actually Took that in you know
0: Well exactly Because man you gotta think like In life bro we get So and this isn't just For like alcoholics this is just people In general That we can become so delusional or so just like caught in self or so just scared and fearful and such in pain That like we can be surrounded. It's like the idea of like being in a room full of people and feeling alone type deal exactly that like We know he knew Because like people that showed up the way you did and the people that show up for us the way they did in our lives loved us we knew they loved us that's why they were doing it you know what i'm saying but then we still have that like that fucking that mental twist that like you're doing this for some other reason than when you love me and dude it can show up in relationships it can show up in friendships like it it just it comes where it's like you lose the like maybe like you're doing these things absent of love but like like my mom when she tells me like Oh, you're such a handsome young man And you're so capable I don't hear the love I used to not hear the love in it Yeah I would hear the You're my mom You just have to say that But that was more so Because I fucking didn't think I was worth that I don't think What she was telling me was true So I thought it was just this like Exactly Blanketed statement, right? Yeah,
1: I think that he kind of There was a disconnect between Like what we were doing for him And like the actual feelings Of love that we had towards him You know? Like, right. it, like it was an obligation on our part to do yeah. it, you know, but like, I mean, to a certain extent, yes, but at the same time, like there was a lot of love there and I, I didn't tell him it enough. Most you of the time, it to him I showed times. it to him, but you know, I called him a ginger headed fuck all the time sure, and told him he dude. was a fucking idiot. You and know, like,
0: the shit I say to you, like, that's, that's like, true. dude. Word. <laughs> like I was thinking about that on the way out here. I was really just kind of just like reflecting on our, our relationship and friendship and everything so I could come correct. And like, dude, you irritate me. More than fuck. Like when you called me today and you had that whiny fucking voice and I was at the gym. I don't know if you heard my voice. I was like, I was so, I don't know why I was so fucking irritated. I was Dude, like, I was
1: like, wow, he's going to come yeah, out here yeah. and like, <laughs> I'm grieving. He's going to be a fucking dickhead to me.
0: No, I wasn't. But like, just, I, it just, I don't know what it was. It just hit me. Cause I imagined you in your fucking pajamas in bed. You hadn't even fucking got out of bed yet. All greasy up. And you're just like, Hey, are you coming <laughs> out? When are you going to be here? And I was just like, this is motherfucker. But like, so you irritate me so much you frustrate me uh, you have you know like like those things but it's all because I love you so dearly
1: yeah no doubt
0: literally so dearly why do you think and this is relevant with you this is relevant with Landon and, and, and not too many other people that I've done work with uh, in the program but like you and Landon specifically I saw that at a certain point our relationship was going to be finite if we continued in that dynamic of sponsor-sponsee type deal oh no doubt that that there was a lot of things that were being discounted of what i was saying to you strictly because of that dynamic instead of you knowing that it's coming from love it could have been interpreted as especially with landon it was being interpreted as a sponsor saying something you know this like mentor saying something to the That was one of the 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 big takeaways
1: from the trip we had in Portland. Right. And then when
0: I got back, I was like, yo, this, I want this kid to know that like I love him and that the things I'm saying to him aren't from like this obligation of this bullshit, you know, you know, agreement that we're like, you know, relationship. it's, it's because I really care about this person. And that's the same thing with you was, I was like, you know what, this has run its course and it's actually tainting the true love that I have for this person. And like the, the value and the, the love that I have for you. Yeah. You and know? I think
1: that's a natural thing. And I, I don't know. I feel like uh, maybe me and Nathan are kind of getting to that point to yeah. a certain extent. Um, it's
0: tough, dude. Jordy yeah. and not Jordy and I will never get to that place because we have this really good, like there's this level of disconnect and respect in that space Yeah. that like we, and we, we hung out more before. Are you still working with him? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I thought you found somebody different.
0: For a couple months, two, three months, and that was a fiasco. This dude was not what's up. Yeah. He was, <laughs> oh, was it? I just found the case that like, uh, and it was mostly me. <laughs> dude, why
1: are good sponsors so fucking rare? I know, dude. dude it's That's so why we gotta shitty. keep showing up, dog. There's some <laughs> poop butts out here, it's homie. So it's so bad. Crazy. Man.
0: I literally like, I I switched up because I was fucking struggling. And I was disconnected, and I was looking for uh, – I was looking for Jordy to, like, fucking fix me and, th- and fill the void and Don't shit. Don't work like I was, that, fam. It doesn't, and it was – uh, and, and he was just kind of, like, just still being Jordy. He wasn't, like, doing anything different. Just doing what he does. Yeah, and I was like, come on, come on, come on, bro. I need, like, whatever. And then uh, so I switched up for, like, three months.
1: One thing I really like about Jordan, he's like, well, here's the pizza, and also, you know, here's the sandwich – these are both valid options. Sure. He's like, whatever <laughs> you think is best. Exactly. <laughs> you know, whatever. And, I'm like, and thought, I'm like,
0: what do you mean? I don't know what's best because I'm still at very much like at times, especially when it comes to him, dude, I'm like, dog, I need to like, tell me what to fucking do. And he's like, uh, uh-uh, not going to do it. He, he was at first, but then he just just, that's what Nick does. That's what they all do is well, put when it gets back to on us. The onus on yeah. us and our power because we're not fucking helpless. Yeah. And it's about God and it's about space daddy and it's about, you know whatever
1: Uh, absolutely and I mean there's a huge difference between sponsorship at like a year sober and a sponsorship with six years exactly (laughs) (laughs) it becomes a lot more nuanced and a lot more like well you know here are the options as opposed to like this is what you need to fucking do
0: a lot of at the end of our calls like how it is now it's so funny is I'll be like chopping it up with them and I'll just be like mush mouth and all this shit to them like blah 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 and then literally he ha- has not said a word for 35 minutes. Yeah. And then I've worked myself into the fucking like, the solution. Yeah. What are you going to do? And then yeah, it'll i will hit know. and I'll be like, oh, dog, I see it so clearly now. And he was like, okay, you good? And I'm like, yep. He's like, all right, tight. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like yelling at him and fucking like this and that, whatever. But I was with this guy, right? Yeah. And uh, I had known him for a while and uh, I respect him and shit, but there was, I should have known that like over the years there's shit just never i was like i don't know if i fucking you know that perspective's kind of wacky bro yeah uh, and so i started working with him though because was just like we we did an inventory we like you know worked some steps together and then i just started like i started calling him with some shit and the feedback that i was getting from him was like very counterintuitive to the way i live my life but not in a good way you know counter you know different counter countering how I view things is not a horrible thing. Right. It's no, all like, that I need.
1: That's kind of your MO. <laughs> but his kind of thing was
0: like, yeah, we, I don't really do like a structure 10 step and I don't really do these kind of things. And I don't really know if that's a big deal. And I'm like, Oh yeah, I don't know if this is good. And then I started talking to Jordan. I was calling Jordan more than I was calling him in the first place. And uh, I just missed Jordan. And, and, uh yeah, so down. that was a whole deal. But I think that, uh, with with situations like Brandon man and with situations like Tim and, and th- just like it, they're, bro, we love them so much and we care about people so much, right. That we get a little, like, it's tough for us to be like, well, you're just going to have your experience and I'm here if you need me. Because, so like, fucking hard, right? Man. It's so really fucking, fucking tough dude to let people have their experience. You cock sucking cat. Get the fuck out of here. Sorry guys. That was rude, but he keeps trying to fuck up the podcast. Uh, she keeps kind of. <laughs> that was aggro as fuck. I'm sorry, kitty cat. No, it's Hello okay. Again. I yell at her all the time. <laughs> uh, keep going. What you're saying?
1: Uh, I forgot what I was saying. I um. Yeah, it, I don't know where I was going with anything.
0: Whatever, dude. Doesn't matter. We're just vibing together.
1: Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Um. Oh yeah, you were talking about um, you know, trying to let somebody have their own experience. Yeah. And um.
0: It doesn't even mean like just in the like. With what we do in and, and like the programming shit, but just like people in life. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. You know, it's like at, at times I'll find myself like, hey, 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 been down that road before, Bubba. Fucking, you know, you might not want to, might not want to get that tattoo there, dude. Think about it. It <laughs> Looks kind of weird or whatever. And, and then I'm like, Wait, wait, no, because when people try and do that to me, I'm so fucking hard headed that I'd be like, What are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, Fuck you. Like, don't tell me. You know, I'm gonna do what. The, I'm gonna get the fucking hand tattoo, or I'm gonna do this, or I'm gonna do that. And but it's just weird. Outside looking in, you lose that perspective of uh, I guess like the empathy of like, oh yeah, well this is their own fucking experience, you know, and it's tough.
1: Yeah, and uh, that's one of the things that I keep trying to bring home to Bree because. Like I said, she keeps thinking that we should have done more. And I'm like, what the fuck else would we yeah, have done? Yeah, could have done more, Like, dude. go out there,
0: like... Duct tape him to a bed. Yeah,
1: like, fucking fist fight him and take his dog from him and be like, you're getting into Oxford. Like, no. Dude,
0: we've, that, I've 12-step someone like that that got pretty intense, actually. Oh, dude,
1: remember when we... um, <laughs> Remember when you did the 12-step... What was that kid's name? Gary... Was it Gary? No. There was oh, it there. dude! Uh, it was something.
0: Yes, and uh, yeah, and, and Kep, uh, kept going to the bathroom, smoke crack. And he and was, shit. yeah. He was like, in a uh, uh, where did he live? He lived in watch out, Morty. Uh, somewhere in Seattle.
1: It was like North Seattle. Uh, no, um, it was
0: like Lower Queen Anne, bro. Oh, it was Lower and Queen he was Anne. Tossing me all this like graffiti. Sh- I still have it in my house to this day. Do you? Yeah, and he was talking about all this stuff. I tried
1: getting in touch with him like a year ago, and yeah. I, I, his phone was off. Dude,
0: talk about hope to die, dude, and like that oh, was pretty man. intense. Yeah, that was that was, that was one
1: of the, that. Out of all the twelve steps I've done, that was one of the dude, most interesting mad ones. Crack, dude,
0: oh man, mad <laughs> crack. Like, uh, you know that thing where it's like it takes someone two hours to pack like four articles of clothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yes, exactly. Been there, bro. <laughs> Been there. Uh, no, but this one, dude, a uh, good buddy of mine. Uh, so I got a call from. The twelve step
1: that you did with Joe
0: Flow. Yeah, dude, but you don't gotta. You don't gotta we're well, not talking specifics here bro. Oh so yeah. Just, just <laughs> God damn it. Uh, I'm not even going to tell a story now. I not even gonna tell a story now. You should not have said that at all. Uh yeah, but it's fuck you Max. You're an idiot. <laughs> Why? You're such an idiot. Uh, I didn't say who it was. You just said who it was and who was involved. So well, like, I said fucking,
1: who I said who you were 12 stepping with, not I who know, it was. but
0: still. Uh either way. And it, plus it was,
1: that's not that's not his last name obviously. I know,
0: but just fucking Goomba to that, bro. You fucking <laughs> this. Uh, It was just a t- intense. F and ex- chat, my bad. Yeah, it was an uh, intense experience. And, like, in those moments, we forget that, like, there's o- – like, we just forget there's only so much you can fucking do for someone, right? Except just show up, try your best. But then, like, we need to know when to tap the fuck out or else it's going to cause more harm. It's going to push someone farther away. I've had that experience with, like, some of my close friends from back home. Yep. where like – like, uh, the homie Fathead, like, I fucking, like, ran at him full bore with, like, yo, let me fucking help you, let me get you in a treat, and it's pushed him, away. I already know it's pushed him away, where I, because times he would reach out in need, but then I would come in too hot, like, well, then let's do it, and he wasn't ready, and then ultimately, that it, it puts people on their heels, you know, but, like, that's the experience of life, man, is, is learning learning the balance and having the poor experiences and hopefully you're mindful enough and willing enough to take those poor experiences and apply them further that's why it's always like important for me in any situation that goes badly to really like fucking sit in it and be like okay how can i show up differently in the next time even the next time may be completely different and that like i'll show up in this other negative way or who knows but it's just like I want to add more tools into my tool belt and I want to be more mindful. It's not that I want a perfect life, but I don't want to push people away. I don't want to cause discomfort if I don't have to. Like a lot of this shit we go through is optional in many ways, you know? Yeah. Well,
1: most of it is. Yeah. Almost all of the fucking, I mean, it's all in our head. You right.
0: Know? And selfishness and, and all of that. And so. Compost. Uh, yeah. I, I just think that, you know, Life can be really fucking difficult at times. Life can be really, really traumatizing and tragic and painful. But, like, it just makes the picture fucking more bright, you know, when the light does come. And, and like I said, when we hit those moments of, like, appreciation and gratitude and we see all the gifts that we have and we see just this, like, beauty in front of us when maybe the last six months we hadn't, you know, like, when, when Max killed himself, I didn't have a great perspective on my life in that moment yeah you know it was like uh i was fucking bombed on like the shit that was going on and i didn't feel really good about myself and i felt fucking jaded and i was you know just like it was really fucking selfish and then when that happened it was like a fucking kick in the forehead from life where i immediately was like yo like i'm 10 toes vertical right now yo like i have a healthy body yo i have like people that love me yo i have a family oh i'm an uncle i'm you know and it's just like I don't wanna say that we need these tragic things to shift our perspective, but I don't also think that we should fucking squander the opportunity to use it for good. Yeah, it can
1: be a catalyst.
0: Yeah, it can it can be fucking there's there's a silver lining, there's a gold lining in everything and that's why when these things happen for me, man, I really just like I just try and just be like, Fuck, well I, I gotta do more, you know, or I gotta I, I gotta really fucking put the energy out there that like I'm grateful for everything that I have and I got to tell the people that I love that I love them and not only that I got to show them and it's just uh, It's one of those things where it's so brutal, but like there's beauty in it as well, especially afterwards, you know Like walking up and showing up for someone and saying like yeah, dude I handled someone's affairs when they weren't fucking here anymore I made sure that shit got done. I made sure that there was peace there. I made sure that the people in their lives fucking felt like there was communication. They felt that someone was showing up for him, you know, like even in death, you're still showing up for the person. Yeah. Right. And that's so fucking beautiful, dude. I'm proud of you for that, even though it's hard.
1: Thank you. Yeah. yeah it's going to be a weird couple weeks.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully we can uh, we can plan like a dinner or something or. You know, me and you can just kick back and, and get some food or go to a nice restaurant. I don't know. What was the last time you ate a good meal outside of your wonderful home?
1: Honestly, cooking is <laughs> one of my biggest hobbies because there's no good food around here. That's not the question. There is much, there is a pretty good place down the street that has like this fucking fire ass like meat platter. Oh yeah, it's of, called like,
0: Black Angus.
1: No, <laughs> it's called the the Big Rock uh big rock roadhouse
0: oh yeah covid definitely doesn't exist there. no huh? fuck no it doesn't exist yeah. there
1: but um yeah i got a really good meat platter it's like the one thing that i found around meat here that's platter. like decent but yeah they're
0: like hey there's son coming so, back for that there meat platter
1: cooking has always been something that i really love i know and it's always been something that um i've done a lot of yeah but since moving out here it's like a fucking nightly thing really and, like yeah like fucking like when i wanted to make ramen i didn't want to drive like two and a half hours you know, yeah. to have yeah. some takatsu so I boiled a pig head for two days Right. <laughs> <You> <laughs> <know>? <laughs> went to the, the old Mexican market and got some pork belly and fucking <laughs> yeah. made my own charashu and fucking yeah like I, I cook and the, I, uh, I love it
0: the what was it uh, etouffee or the jambalaya you made uh, during COVID it was mid it was fucking delicious it was mid I needed some bread with it some sort of like thing butter and bread i don't know why i'm just like a butter and bread guy no matter oh, yeah. where i go but uh it was so fucking good dude yeah it was pretty good i loved it i love i just love anything like meats and sauces and spice over rice oh, just check like, this out you keep talking okay i just i fuck with it dude i love that kind of shit especially when it's made with love you know whoa cool knife buddy I love
1: this thing.
0: do you wow oh dude Max is showing me his uh Miyabi five hundred MCD made in Japan fucking chef's knife. That's cool, dude. You cut cut up your perks with that or what? Feel
1: how sharp it is. I'm not gonna I'm <laughs> not gonna feel how
0: sharp it is. That's funny though. Yeah. So maybe yeah, we can uh, plan on I uh, dude, you know where I really wanna go to that's like just stupid bougie, like just dummy. expensive? John Howie? No, no 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 okay maybe not as dumb bougie as you probably would imagine uh no altura it's right on broadway it's like this little sneaky spot you it's so unassuming and you look in there and you're like oh that's just like a little restaurant but like it's at the end of broadway and uh i don't know i, I don't even i've n-
1: you, what type of food is it
0: just like you probably want to say like maybe french inspired or it's, it's very similar i imagine uh uh, course wise and like uh, palette wise to like canless maybe where it's just kind of just like really just like yep. high end food probably French fucking underline or whatever yep. but uh, I've just I've been meaning I want to go so bad over these years since I've been in the neighborhood I've kind of like I've checked all the boxes of really like there's a spot lark that I really liked on the hill uh, and I've gone to all the places like that really I, I thought banged you know they were really bougie what's
1: the name of the burger place that I really enjoy by your place Little Woody's? The Woodies? The Woodies, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah. I was telling Brie about it the other day. I called it Little Dickies. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Dicks and Little Woodies combined. Little Dickies. You sound like a dyslexic Tanner. Yeah, <laughs> that's my life. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, I would love that, man. And I mean, okay, cool. I'm ready to accept that you're going to be out here for another year, uh, spitefully. I'm ready Can to. Can you
1: bring Madison here, please?
0: Yeah, man. Uh, it'll, it'll take. Fucking planning, but of she's course, not dude. far from me. Okay, she's not gonna come just chill with you and Bree, right? It's got to be a thing. So I have to be available. Well, what I'm saying is like and she's down. It's I'm, I'm like just saying not it's down. not like she's
1: driving from Tacoma to you and then from you to here. Like she's halfway point between
0: us. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. Like, so no, for sure, and and obviously that's that's a big part that I want to uh, experience with you, and in all of that. You're fucking one of my closest friends, so it's like I would love to do that, and I know she's down. It's just it's got to make it happen, dude. Like fucking busy bubba busy like shaking and moving and that's why i want you back closer to home at least 45 minutes closer so then we. 45
1: minutes closer is like 15 minutes away from you
0: yeah you hit it on the head (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) makes sense live in kenmore
1: no maybe live in everett i want to be in the woods on the water
0: But, uh, (laughs) cool. You had that, right? It's not that tight, but it is pretty cool. Uh, so yeah, man, I just, I love you to death. I'm really glad that we got to, uh, sit down and do this and spend time together. Uh, you're really important to me, dude. And same. I know, even though I think it's like. Justifiable to a certain extent, me not making it out here. That's what I at least tell myself.
1: I'm not tripping, dude. You already know I'm not tripping. It's hard. You keep, you keep like beating that fucking horse, and then like telling you like it's cool. Yeah, don't worry about it. That's
0: how much I care about you, dude. It's like it's that dichotomy between wanting to see you so bad, but also knowing that like I, I just I have a lot of. If you didn't come
1: out today, I would have been pissed, and that would have been the first time I I would have been pissed. No matter,
0: no matter what. I got a dog sitter. Andrea's watching Fred right now. I, I like
1: literally it. told you that you you would make it on my four-step for the first right, time. Right,
0: that which was funny, which I'm surprised that I fucking... Uh, You've never been on one. Right, what a trip. Uh, fucking wild, right? That is, that, I mean, cool, right on. Well, because we talk about everything. Yeah, I know. We suss it all out, dude. We just let it fly, man. That's yep. why I love you so much. Yeah. Uh, so I really appreciate it. Uh, I know this was kind of... <laughs> energy on, you told me we i knew this was, was, wasn't going to be a happy fun laughing one you know it was going to be a little heavier but i was totally available for that because that's just what that's where you're at right now yeah i'm, yeah. I'm totally down to meet you on that level and have those discussions because it's what's needed yeah
1: well we'll do a future one where we talk about different types of food yeah and,
0: and we'll, like we'll fucking smack food cuts have of meals, tuna and fucking we'll watch your big overly sized tv uh and like yeah we'll just fucking hang out
1: you want to see something funny about that tv
0: what does it play porn
1: well i mean all tvs can play porn that's true uh i couldn't i i couldn't get the thing fucking mounted so i have to jerry i had to jerry rig two fucking tv or two uh tv mounts together to make it mounted and i still couldn't do it right so go ahead, look behind it real quick
0: i'll look behind it after the podcast it's fucking bad bro it's I mean, it looks fuck. cool it's so fucking it looks like it's about to fall at any moment it it's been hanging it for looks nine like it months. Fall at any moment, dude. <laughs> it's so sketch. Uh, no, but I love you to death, Bubba, and I really, I'm really glad I came out, and we're gonna hang out after this as well. I'm not just gonna bounce. Please. Uh, and so, yeah, just like, just keep your head up. Know that you are so deeply in my heart and in my spirit, and that I need you, man.
1: Same goes for you. I love you. I love you to death. You're. Uh, I was telling Brie that you're you're uh, a soulmate of mine. Mm-hmm. She got offended, and I was yeah. like, no, I don't don't take offense to that i think we're gonna have multiple no, actually soulmates.
0: be as offended as you want because it's fucking true so. <laughs> yes eat it yes exactly uh yeah i'm gonna be here forever so all right guys uh thank you so much for listening if you did and if not it's okay you're just having a human experience all right later guys bye